Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about what the weakness of God is and what it means for my faith. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about what the Bible says is the weakness of God. You know, we serve the Almighty God. From his word, we can be confident that God is first eternal. He's from everlasting to everlasting, according to Psalm 90, verse 2. There's never been a time when God was not, and there never will be a time when he is not. We can know from his word that God is everywhere. One of my favorite Psalms, Psalm 139, says that where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? So God's in all places. He's always with us. We can know from his word that God is all-powerful. Every power there is to have, God has. God once asked the question, is there anything too hard for the Lord? In Genesis chapter 18, verse 14, the Lord is the almighty God. We can know from the word of God that God is all-knowing. There's nothing that God does not know. He's never caught off guard. He's never unprepared. Paul explained that the foolishness of God is wiser than men in 1 Corinthians 1.25. And from the word of God, we can know that God is all loving. 1 John 4.8 says, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. God is an overflowing fountain of love. He's eternal, ever-present, all-powerful, all-knowing, and all-loving. And as John puts it in Revelation 1.8, I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Yet, despite our God's power, despite his authority, listen to what Paul says about him in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. He says, starting in verse 18, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. The intelligence of the intelligent I will frustrate. Where is the wise person? Where is the teacher of the law? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For Since in the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not know him, God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. Jews demand signs and Greeks look for wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and the foolishness to Gentiles. But to those whom God has called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God, for the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. The cross is, to most people who are lost and dying, it's foolishness. Why would Christ decide to die. That's not what the world says is smart. That's not what the world says is wise. And yet it is how God showed his power. It's how he offered us salvation. Even what the world says is his weakness is more powerful than anything we could do because we had been trying for a long time to save ourselves. You know, we've come up with systems of law and morality. We've invented governments and justice systems to uphold them. And yet Not one of those was able to save us. Romans chapter 3 verse 20 tells us that there is no one declared righteous in God's sight by the works of the law. 
but instead, according to Ephesians 2.8, it's by grace that we have been saved through faith. And this is not from ourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. We are weak. But God is strong. Even the weaknesses that the world claims God has are stronger than our power because God's definition of wisdom is different than our own. Our wisdom, when we're perishing, is based on domination, on power, on self-interest. It's that kind of wisdom that leads to selfishness and separation from others and God because we're so self-absorbed. But God's wisdom is different. In 1 Corinthians, Paul says that when we understand God's wisdom, we preach Christ crucified. God's wisdom is about sacrifice. It's about mercy. It's about love. God is love. And this is a stumbling block for others because love is a weakness to the lost. Christ allowed himself to come to earth to weaken himself and allow himself to be tortured and humiliated and killed. And through that act of apparent weakness, he demonstrated his strength and he conquered death. And now those who are saved by the power of God give thanks every day because God was willing to appear weak, even though he was always in control. Think about this. We already found that God is all-knowing, that he's ever-present. There is nothing we can hide from God. We may be able to hide from him, but there is nothing that we can do to turn God's eye away from our sin. There's nothing we could do to make him forget. The things we did to hurt him, the things we did to turn away from him, don't simply fade away over time. Yet once again, the Lord chose to display what the world would see and mock as weakness. The all-knowing God chooses to forget. In Psalm 25, 7, the author pleads, Do not remember the sins of my youth and my rebellious ways. God told Isaiah, I Even I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more in Isaiah 43, 25. The Almighty God, even him, chooses to forget. Under the new covenant, this opportunity is established for all. Hebrews 8, 12 assures us of that, saying, For I will forgive their wickedness and remember their sins no more. When we give our lives to Christ, we turn away from our rebellion, we submit to him, and we bury our old lives in the waters of baptism, then God promises forgetfulness, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles. First John chapter 1, verse 7 says, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus' Son purifies us from all sin. Because of the so-called weakness of God. When he sees me walking in the light, his blood washes away my sins from his memory. All sin, no matter how shameful or damaging, can be covered in the blood of Christ. And God will offer full forgiveness. To the world, that doesn't make sense. To the world, mercy and love are weaknesses. But to God, they are his incredible gift to us. And it's up to us if we are going to share it with others, just as God offered it to us. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. 
Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.